Previously recorded in both Murfreesboro and Chattanooga, Tennessee, this is NFLs, a production by Next Season Sports Media. Hello, everybody, and welcome to NFLs. It's the 100th episode. My name is Jacob Wilkinson. My name is Drew Wade. Happy 100 to you, Happy my friend. Happy 100 to you as well. I, I feel like I need to stipulate, um, technically, some of those kind episodes of. are like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some of those episodes are fourth and goals. Two of them are extra points. We also did like a whole season on Google Drive. But after I upload this one, our anchor.fm feed will have 100 episodes in it. So I'm I'm calling it. I'm calling it here. This is Coin Centennial brought to you by chipotle <laughs> or something how are you doing drew i'm doing really well um the eagles are 12 and 1 i like football a lot right now how how are you doing i am spectacular my life has been um in a little bit of chaos mode ever since we returned from la but had a great yeah that was a there. very that was a very good trip um yeah i turned out on top for that game because as i said on the last episode i didn't want to root against the home team and look at that chargers ended up winning dolphins couldn't yep. get anything going in that game it was really strange true to yeah it was like his worst game of the year uh that one uh fumble recovery by uh hill was Tyreek. super high yeah. though yeah that was that was that was a fun play that was a crazy uh, also, play to see live <laughs> for sure and also the Chargers were just on fire for the whole second half. I don't know. This stadium was alive. So I, I was having a great time. Um, you and I were giggling the whole time because the Chargers have this thing they do whenever they get a first down where somebody like, and everyone yells, charge. charge. And they play what is, I guess, supposed to be like an electrical like buzzing noise. <laughs> yeah. But Drew and I thought it sounded just so much like a fart or a raspberry. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Uh, So that, you know, just the fact that they were, like, picking up first downs, like, it was nothing, and I got to hear that over and over again. That was, like, really making my night. But, yeah, it was a great trip in general. Uh, But the combination of, like, putting off work and jet lag and remembering that it's Christmas suddenly when I got home have kind of (laughs) destroyed my, my mental ever since returning. But, oh, well. Um, the worth, it. worth it uh that actually you know what that game wasn't that bad you know i'm just gonna say yeah that. i mean the chiefs jumped out to a 27-0 lead so you're like okay this is just the broncos this year and then the broncos came back and they made it it was a one score game at the end and then it was really just unfortunate that uh russell wilson went out with that concussion might have affected how that game ended for real yeah huge bummer but uh Two in the air for Russ for, I think, only the second time this season. Um, two in the pocket for uh, Jerry Judy. It was a fun game. Had a good time. And we got to watch a little bit of it. Uh, three for uh, Jerry Judy, actually. Oh, yeah, He's you're right. Three touchdowns. Yeah, he got yeah. one from Rippin. I forgot about that. Yeah, crazy stuff. Uh, yeah, so huge game for him, which is really exciting because sometimes I feel like we're not giving him enough, like, <laughs> dynamite days to, to be worth playing for anymore. But... Um, we got to watch a little bit of that game on the big screen at Top Golf, so that was pretty fun. We picked up a bunch of the games over there, so good time. 
Um, yeah, I guess we can get into this week of football or this beautiful 100th episode. Uh, you want to do some bits, some bites? Some let's, of get our- some, let's get some yummy bites up in here. Let's take a look at last week for the fellas in Bet On It. Um, if I had to choose one sound, it would be... Because right. we went two for two, baby. We went... I took the uh, Detroit Lions minus two and a half against Minnesota. They won by 10 or 11. Easy money. You took the under 44 for Jets at Buffalo. I think that game... What was it? I think the final total was 32. So, <laughs> well under 44. So profitable week for the fellas let's see if we can keep it up this week what do you have for us all right i'm going under again i'm back on i'm back on the sauce baby um i have found a line that i like back on the sauce it's been profitable sauce this year yeah for sure um 49 and a half kansas at kansas city at houston um you know houston kept it pretty competitive versus dallas last week arguably should have won um, but they Definitely. are pretty consistently, you know, churning out seven, like at best 17 point games, pretty typically like 10 point games. This team just is on their third year of like a touchdown and a field goal per game. That's just kind of how it is for them usually. Um, and I know that the chiefs are kind of one of those teams that, Sometimes can get into the clown fiestas, but I think that their defense has been looking really well this year. I kind of see this game going like 31 to zero or something like that. I just really don't think that the Texans are going to be able to hold their weight at all on a 49 and a half uh, total. So I'm going under there for sure. All right. Yeah, I like that. 49 and a half is a whole lot of points for a spread this year. They've all been typically lower than that. So um, definitely catching my attention. I'm going with a uh, a spread. I'm going Giants plus five against the Commanders. These teams just played two weeks ago and they tied twenty to twenty. I think this and the Giants were really in control of that game late before the Commanders tied it up with a late touchdown to send it to overtime and eventually just like I said, end in a tie. So I think uh, this will be closer of a game. I don't know exactly. <laughs> I've got. Of several games before I need to decide who I think will win, but I think it'll be a closer game either way uh, within a field goal. So I'm going uh, Giants plus five. Yeah, I like that bet. Um, out of curiosity, do you know why these like play both of our head to heads in three weeks games are like such a tradition in the NFC East? Like why? Like why is that? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that hasn't always been the case. And that's kind of just started in recent seasons. Um, I know that the NFL likes to put, you know, a lot of division rivalry games in the last couple weeks, just in case, you know, there's any drama to end the season for uh, like division leading purposes. But I don't know why they would want to make it like literally for the commanders here. They're playing two games in a row against the Giants with their bye. So, yeah, I don't know. It's strange to me. The Giants last year as well, I feel like. And then, like, the Cowboys the year before that. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just that this division is, like, the last one they're concerning themselves with when they're scheduling every year. Wouldn't surprise (laughs) me. Not anymore. Not anymore. Now it's the NFC Beast. Put some respect on them. BB. You want to talk about some uh, pro Semitic fantasy football? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> um, 
I'm real bummed about our money league. Like, just because of, like, the Thanksgiving thing and then also, like, some unfortunate injuries once I really tried my hardest. I, like, barely missed the playoffs. Which yeah. Sucked. You ended with, like, the same record as the last seed that made the playoffs. I think there's just some tiebreakers that kept you out. Uh, yeah. My bad because we played the last week before the playoffs and I beat you. So it's fine. It's not even that's not even your fault because uh, there were just some unfortunate injuries and also really silly rules. Um, so whatever. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, that was dumb. Uh, but it's that. okay. Yeah, it's all good. I, I'm a little bummed about that one and also like yeah, just Wade Dynasty completely fell apart for me this year. But that also had like whole lot to do with injuries like even when i was trying my hardest i was still doing like 90 point games so it's like who cares man um but my other three leagues i'm in the playoffs locked down a buy in our league that i commissioned and actually got a buy towards the toilet bowl in last year so that's pretty exciting and of the two leagues you're not in i'm running like i think a fourth and and a third seed so uh yeah i have three playoff runs I think I'm going to very easily step out of the toilet bowl um, in your league this weekend. Um, very, I hope so. Very quickly exit versus Noah B. Don't try in. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that should be easy enough. Uh, I don't really know about the money league, but um, I, I the other two I have like. I think a 58 sleeper has me at like 58% to win one and 63% to win the other. So I think I'm going to be in three playoff games next week. So, whoa, hey, chill, man. he, he wanted me to lose. Why don't you get out of here, buddy? Or maybe he's upset that you're out of the money league and Wade dynasty contention. Um, I locked down a buy in both of those leagues, Wade dynasty and the money league. Thanks to, uh, a win versus you in both of those leagues in the last week. <laughs> Thanks for helping me lock up those buys. Appreciate yeah, that. Um, I am out already of my freaking biggest buy-in league because it's really dumb and the commissioner didn't want to uh, change the playoffs to start this week like every other league in existence. So I'm done. That sucks, but it is what it is. I'm still in two other money leagues, so hopefully can win some championships. Um, in six of my i'm in three i i got a bye week in three of my leagues so i feel like i've got a chance to at least win one championship but uh, we'll see we will see um with that let's give a score update last week in typical nfl's fashion we had five disagreements and you won three to two so not much ground made up but some ground made up i i must say um let's see what the overall is let me say one thing real quick. Yep. Um, nothing could have been worse for my like ego on this show than the point that I earned over you ultimately being the Jags beating the Titans. Because the <laughs> fact that I got that right is going to lose me so many other games in the future. So like you can be happy with this one, but like I mean, like if I pick the Titans again before the season ends, I, I I'm gonna I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> He's really yeah. upset. He likes Titans. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Spent a lot of time around Titans country, so can't blame him. But right now, we've disagreed 48 times. I've won 27. You've won 21. Um, so I'm actually only up six. I thought I was up a little more than that. But uh, looks like I need to lock things down here, and I'm sure I'll do that this week. 
Um, I've, I'm not going to give the full records, but I've got a 60% win ratio. You've got 56.7. Coin, dead even at 50-50. 103 wins, 103 losses, two ties. That's insane. Um, let's see if he can keep that up. <laughs> um, and with that, we'll get into... Uh, that is how coin tosses work, or theoretically. They never really do work that way, unless it's NFLs. Let's get into this week. So obviously, we're posting this after some games have been played, we both took the Seahawks, or no, we didn't. We took the 49ers <laughs> over the Seahawks. The coin took the Seahawks, though, so L early for them. We have a disagreement in the game that is currently happening as we're recording. Um, the Indianapolis Colts are up in Minnesota! And it's not going how you would think. I took the Colts because I think Minnesota, is, they're a bit of frauds. Their defense is real bad. And um, the Colts' defense is pretty good. So I took the Colts. You took the Vikings. And uh, right now the score is 30 to nothing in the second quarter. And the Colts are driving again. So um, we'll keep you updated on that. But looking like I'm going to pick up a disagreement in that one. The coin also went with the um, won't fill out the winner in the sheet just yet, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty, it looks pretty good for me, I must say. Let's actually pick some games on air right now. NFC, or we've got an AFC North matchup coming up next right after this Colts-Vikings game. The Ravens um, down Lamar Jackson are going on to take... Go, what did I just say? Going to take on the Cleveland Browns uh, in Cleveland. Up Deshaun Watson, which is down in life. But True. Uh, I will be taking the Browns and Mr. Watson in this one. Unfortunately, uh, the Ravens have not been impressive in any facet of the game. Um, and just not having Lamar Jackson is going to be huge in this one, I think. It's weird because I say they haven't been impressive, but they're like nine and four. They have nine wins somehow. This does not yeah. feel like a nine win team. Um Every but year, I, every year, I'm going with the Browns to take this one, though. Yeah, um, it, this one's a little tricky for me because I think, like, thankfully, Deshaun Watson has been pretty shaky in his two oh, performances yeah, for so sure. far. Uh, I think he went like 12 for 22 with it with like an interception and no tutties versus the Texans, which is pretty rough. And then, like, last week, they went like 10 to 27, 24, or something like that versus the Bengals. So like pretty whole, wholly unimpressive performances from him so far, but yeah, like the Ravens, at least for the last couple of weeks, like while they've been dealing with Lamar Jackson injuries, have just been in complete disarray. Um, uh, they only barely squeaked it out versus the Steelers in like a two point game, only barely squeaked it out versus the Broncos in a one point game, so like, uh, and then they like lost. Uh, the week that he got hurt to the Jack uh, to the Jags by one point. So I think that like those they they've been having like a pretty easy schedule like since losing him. And I look at this game as being like I don't know another relatively easy one for them to pick up. Um, it's just that like it's injury. I'm actually gonna go with the Ravens. I think I I don't know All man. Right. Like, they play the Browns a lot, and they managed to handle them earlier this year. Um, wow. Like, during the part of the season where I think that the Browns' running game was actually, like, at its best. I think if the Ravens can, like, control the game on the ground, 
they should just like know their game plan a lot more holistically than the Browns should. Honestly, I, I feel I feel good about that. I'm gonna go with the Ravens here. All right, sweet. So we got two disagreements already on the Saturday games. The coin is going with the Browns here. Let's get into our next game. All right, cool beans. Uh, next up, we have the Buffalo Bills hosting the Miami Dolphins. Um, the Bills having like a slight return to form a little bit here. Uh, they've been they. It wasn't even necessarily that they looked bad, but it's just like pretty much all of our strong teams this season. They went through a, a period of disarray for a little bit, um, but now ever since their like overtime loss to the Vikings, they have four straight wins. Um, not necessarily like the most impressive wins, but they've been handling teams that they should be handling in a pretty good fashion. So leading into this Dolphins game, like I, I want to suspect that they're going to be able to do the same thing. I, the Dolphins, like I don't think that they're going to have the lightning of offense and aptitude like strike twice uh this season like i like i there's no way they're going to perform as badly on offense this week as they did last week but that being said it did look pretty chaotic and i just kind of trust josh allen's like control of the game a lot more right now so yeah i'm just gonna go with the bills yeah, uh, the weather's going to have a significant impact on this game. There's already like a foot of snow in Buffalo. Um, last week, there was it was reported that the Dolphins had heaters on the sideline in LA, and it was like 55 degrees there. Right. So no was nice, dude. How, I was vibing. Yeah, I I felt really good in that stadium. <laughs> yeah. The Dolphins apparently did not. Um, so don't love that look for them. And just the Bills, I trust more to lock down here at the end of the season and finish out as the AFC East champs. So uh, I'm going Bills here. I think Josh Allen vastly outperforms Tua. And we see the Bills' defense continue their upward trajectory that they've had the last few weeks. Uh, The coin is also going with the Bills, giving us our first unanimous of the week. So that is the Saturday games out of the way. Let's get into tomorrow's slate opening up with the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Chicago Bears in Chicago. The Eagles are eight and a half point favorites in this game. Um, kind of like that. Uh, I know I already made my my bet on it pick, but eight and a half against a struggling Bears team that while they can't put up points, they're going to allow a ton of points to the best offense in football. Um, I'm taking the Eagles here. Not much the drama. Yeah, this is basically like mathematically the the most likely to be an agreement between us out of any game this season, <laughs> maybe. Uh, <laughs> definitely going with the Eagles here as well. Um, Bears have been wholly unimpressive for me. Um, and this is coming at someone who believed in them a lot just a couple of years ago. But um, just in general, honestly, I, I, I think that if I actually like needed to believe in this team in the long term, I would see like a lot of exciting upside to Justin yeah. Fields. Um, but none of that matters at all right now, and they can't beat like I, they they can lose like any given week, even to like the Texans, who once again have found themselves being the worst team in the league somehow. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Eagles here as well. Wise decision, my friend. The coin is also going with the Eagles. 
Screwed up. Look at that. That's right. an NFL special. Bills and Eagles unanimous picks back to back. Love it. The only now we all have to think the Broncos are going to beat the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next. <laughs> next up, we have the New York Jets hosting the Detroit Lions. The um, Jets have been kind of a fun team to watch uh, as they have re-entered their Mike White era. Honestly, every time the Jets like have Mike White back in the pocket, like they're kind of a fun team to watch, which is interesting because I really like watching Zach Wilson too. Um, something about messy young quarterbacks like really speaks to me, man. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> uh, the team unfortunately has been like slowly staggering back to 500, picking up a lot of like unfortunate one score games versus some really good teams. Uh, one score losses, I mean, versus some really good teams. Um, but the fact that they're still seven and six, I think, just speaks to how like scrappy this team is. Like, they really have managed to push themselves out of like the doom and gloom. I, I don't know. I think, like, the Jets, it, it's like, they still aren't meaningfully making, like, a playoff campaign, so I feel like, well, they actually kind of are, but, like, I don't think they're going to end up in the playoffs, and once that happens, I think a lot of people will be, like, kind of, like, who cares, but this team has just been so bad for so long, and the fact that, like, they have grown from like I think was three or four wins last year to potentially ending over 500 this year like I really can't go uh overstated in my opinion it's been pretty exciting especially considering like how much quarterback chaos they've had uh the Lions on the other side of the ball have kind of been having a similar season like basically ever since they got that hard knocks boost at the beginning um have been Going pretty crazy, playing a lot of really close games, surprising upsets and really disappointing um, losses. But these last few weeks have been pretty good for them. They managed to beat the Giants and only lost to the Bills by a field goal, took care of the Jags, and upset the Vikings this last week. So coming into this, this week, both these teams are kind of like, you know, sitting right at 500, have a lot of energy and kind of a lot of... Uh, momentum i i think that the lions are going to capitalize on it more though just because they are playing with their full roster um and also we, we just have seen them to be a much more explosively productive team which doesn't always matter but i think like a situation like this will matter a lot because they can just start outpacing the jets and i don't see it turning around at that point so Lots of words for a very simple pick, but there you go. <laughs> Man, I was hoping to pick up a disagreement on this one. Uh, another win for the Lions, but I'm picking the Lions as well. It would have been a little harder. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but Mike White actually has not been cleared to play. Uh, so he's out this game. It's going to be Zach Wilson playing. Um, bad news for the Jets offense. Um, I think Mike White probably would have diced apart this Lions defense that has been a sieve pretty much all year. Um and the Jets' defense has been really good, so it'll be interesting to see if they're able to slow down this red-hot Lions team that's won five out of their last six, I believe. Might be six out of their last seven. Either way, they are on fire and making a playoff push, which seemed crazy when they were like one and six at some point this year. So I, I like to see that a lot. I'm rooting for the Lions, and I'm picking them to win this game. So unfortunate for what seemed like a promising season for the Jets earlier this year, as you were talking about. Uh, coin yeah. also going with the Lions. Three unanimous in the row. Will we make it four? Up next with the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Carolina Panthers. Um, 
in Carolina. I don't know what the line is for this one. I imagine it's pretty close. Both these teams are wholly unimpressive. One of these teams, however, still has a chance to make the playoffs because the Carolina Panthers play in the worst division in football. They're, what are they, five and eight, and they control their own destiny. If they win the rest of their games, they will be the NFC South champions and be going to the playoffs. So very cool for the Panthers. The Steelers are going to be missing Kenny Pickett in this game, who... Has yeah, <laughs> who has been on a very he he's been I liked clowning on Kenny Pickett earlier this year, but um, shocking as the rookie got some more playing time and exposure, he was starting to look better. But he's gonna be missing with his second concussion of the year, which means it's Showtime Mitch Trubisky time. Um, you would think, except they're preparing to play both him and Mason Rudolph for some reason in this game. So. If the, if Mason Rudolph gets any playing time, which it seems like he will, I'm never inclined to pick the Steelers. So I'm going to be going with the Panthers here, who actually still have something to play for. Whereas the only thing the Steelers have to play for is keeping Mike Tomlin's streak. That's analysis there. There you go. Um, yeah, I am also going to go with the Panthers here, uh, just because, like you said, I mean... If nothing else, like stakes, I think are going to matter a whole lot here. Although mm, I stakes, sorry, <laughs> I love a good stake. I will say um, there's something that I I see all the time, like in esports, where teams are like mathematically eliminated from a group stage, and then they'll just start like hardcore spoiler partying because but, they just they're just playing for fun at that point and like actually able to do their thing. Um, and I could see the Steelers doing that for a lot of teams because they don't really have an insanely difficult schedule ahead of them and they're just like it's a true. and they're a veritable young team so like it, 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 it they kind of play spoiler for a lot of different people at this point in the season um if they win this week i might actually be inclined to pick up disagreements on them in the future but for the time being i kind of just think that the panthers like you said like have a lot more to play for and also have oddly been it, it, like as they've returned to Sam Darnold and lost Christian McCaffrey are actually kind of starting to find their footing and it's like what the yeah. hell like what like what <laughs> is that no about sense. <laughs> it makes no sense uh but it's so Panthers and I just looked and they've won the last two and this team has won three in a row literally every season like literally every season so I I think it like here it is, their their three-game win streak that they've been so desperately due all year long. I'm going to go with the Panthers. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. They always <laughs> they always do that. Um, it's a good time for them this year. This is not going to be our fourth straight unanimous, though, as the coin is taking Mason Rudolph and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, boy. Love it, love it. All right. Next up, we have the Houston Texans hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, shouldn't really be a shocker what I'm going to do here, given what I said earlier on. Um, I mentioned to Drew before the episode that uh, Patrick Mahomes has been saying in interviews, like, oh, yeah, they should have beat the Cowboys. Like, I think they're going to be a good team. Drew retorted, like, yeah, he has to say that, which, you know, gr- good point. I, I think that... <laughs> I think the Chiefs are going to trounce the Texans. There's not really a reason to suspect either. Otherwise, um, no. There's just like 
three things in life that are certain at this point, and unfortunately one of them is the Chiefs looking like the best offense in the AFC. So uh, what else is new? I hate it here. I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to pick the Chiefs as well. This one's pretty easy. Not too much analysis needed. I don't think um, it would be cool if the Texans could make it close like they did against the Cowboys last week, though. Um, the, the line last week ended up being like Cowboys minus 18 and a half or something like that. Uh, this week, it's only Kansas City minus 14 and a half. <laughs> so <laughs> um, who knows? Uh, but Chiefs definitely are an easy pick here. Uh, Coin is going with the Texans for a second week in a row as a huge underdog. So. Well, up next, we've got uh, a matchup in the, the best division in football, the AFC, the <laughs> NFC South, pardon me. The Falcons are going down to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Uh, the Saints are coming off a bye, and uh, guess who's going to be their starting quarterback? That's right. It's Andy Dalton. Pain. It was pain everywhere. <laughs> I don't know why we're still being deprived of um, the protagonist of the NFL. It really sucks. But um, whatever. At this point, we talk about know. we're gonna lose them, dude. Right? Like, like What's the Saints up? are the Saints are pushing Jameis to a to an early retirement. Right? Like, we can just say it. I hope not. I hope that he just goes somewhere else and tears it up next year. But I guess I we'll he's see. About to be the protagonist of NFL broadcasting, unfortunately. Oh, I hope not. I hope he continues his <sighs> NFC South tour. And just joins the Falcons or the Panthers next year. Dude, please be the Panthers quarterback, please. <laughs> that would be so great. Oh my god. Oh my god. That yeah, would be okay. so much fun. But, um, <laughs> for now, he's gonna continue riding the bench. And you know what? I'm for for Jameis for our guy. I'm gonna pick the Falcons to win this game because I really don't care. Um, and if the, the Saints lose this, they are uh, officially out of the playoff hunt. So I'm going Falcons to end the the idiotic Saints season. Who throwing Andy Dalton out on the field? Yep, I I in solidarity I will also be picking. Heck the yeah! I forgot to mention the Falcons are benching Marcus Mart. Well, he's not even with the team right now. He's like on a quote unquote paternity leave. But um, so we're going to see Desmond Ritter, the rookie, play for the first time. So maybe get a look into the Falcons' future. I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Um, hopefully, uh, like the Falcons have been—I don't know—they've ju- they've just been so like roll a d twenty and see how like good we are today. This whole season, yep, pretty so, much, uh, it'd be fun. Who knows? They beat the 49ers by two scores earlier this year. I feel <laughs> yeah. like that just gets lost in the ether. But yeah, you know um, who else beat the 49ers this year, baby? <laughs> oh, true. Let's ride, bro. Um, the coin also going with the Falcons. Well, look at that—a a unanimous decision for the Falcons uh, yeah. in Week 15, 2022. Exciting Good stuff. Up next. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys, um, you know what? What is there to say? I, the the NFC is dead, dude. Like the fact that this is the fact that this is the second best team in the NFC is embarrassing, man. What happened? It was all like it was all shifting NFC, and it's gone. It's gone and dead. And yeah. 
I would say that the I would still say the 49ers are probably the second best, but after Eagles and Niners, it's like whatever. Yeah. Who cares? I don't believe in it's, the Cowboys. It's just it's just so obviously the Eagles at this point, and like if they lose like Honestly, if they lose a playoff game, I'm just going to call it like the exception that proves the rule. Like, okay, so not even the Eagles were good enough to make this conference interesting, like, honestly. But, uh, yeah, the Cowboys are a pathetic second-best team in this conference. A a pathetic second-best team in this division, honestly. Um, And against them are the Jacksonville Jags. Young, certainly dumb, but certainly hungry. And... um, Who's to say what's going to happen here? I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I'm not going to pick the Jags to upset two weeks in a row. But, you know, I think, like, if I did want to lean into, like, my most simplistic, like, superfluous way of picking games, the Jags just got a surprise upset. The Cowboys, like, just barely got away with not getting surprise upset. Like, something in the water going to Jacksonville in, in theory this week. But, yeah. Nah, I'm going with the Cowboys. <laughs> All right, well, I was hoping you'd go with the Cowboys so I can be on my hater stuff and get a disagreement. I'm going with the Jags here. I've got a disagreement in my pocket already this week. The The Colts are up 33 to nothing on the on the Vikings at halftime. So um, I can afford to be a hater here. And, you know, for if you look at these two teams' records, you would expect it to be more in the Cowboys' favor, but it's only a four-point spread. Part of that's because it's in Jacksonville, of course, but I think the Jags are just a spicy young team, and they're not out of the playoffs either, even at, what are they, five and eight? Um, because if they win and the, and the Titans lose, they're only going to be one game behind in the AFC South race. Really, yeah. really good Southern divisions we got this year. Um, I call that the Confederate curse, but <laughs> I'm going I'm going with the, Jag- the Jaguars to beat the Cowboys um, because Love to see it happen. The coin is not cool and going with the Cowboys here. Um, we interrupt this. this. Go ahead. I was just going to say the South deserves to have the worst NFL culture because they like, <laughs> they are like keeping all the college culture to themselves. Like that's true. That's true. Um, there's got to be balance somewhere. So yeah, exactly. Uh, we interrupt our, our normally scheduled programming and toss it back to you for this next game. <laughs> Oh, exciting stuff. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's talk about the Denver Broncos. Um, man, alive. Because, like, I guess I'm really kind of glad that, I mean, I'm not. Gosh. I, I need to, like, reword that immediately. I'm not glad that Russell Wilson got hurt. But, like, if he had stayed in that whole game, like, there would be a really good chance I'd be picking the Broncos this week. Uh, because... That what what a what a wretched cursed loop of like just when I thought I was out do I have with this team because like man Jerry Judy looked so freaking good last week and and like I don't know some part of me has to believe like surely in six years Russ can figure out how to use this team it's just like. <laughs> I just have to keep saying it. Even like with Nick Chubb gone, like even with Bradley Chubb. Right, sorry, Bradley Chubb, my bad. <laughs> even with Bradley Chubb gone, even with uh freaking uh Devonte uh oh not Devonte. Oh my gosh, I'm very tired. I saw Javante on the bench, like we still have so much freaking raw talent on this team, man. It it is like eating me alive that we can't do anything with it. Um but 
doesn't matter because uh, we're still not positive about the quarterback situation this week. I think if Russ is in, almost never do quarterbacks look good back on the field in mile high after a concussion. It's just not a great place to be. Uh, and Arizona has been pretty, pretty on and off recently, but for the most part on, um, even though they weren't able to take care of it this last week versus the Patriots, I I'm going to go with Arizona here because it's not an official hunger strike. I just don't really want to see myself pick the Broncos again this year. If I'm being All right. <laughs> you know what I have to say to that? <laughs> Even though he's not playing in this game, he's ruled out recently with his. You've concussion. done this three times to me this year, and I always win. I just I don't know. I feel in. like did I? I might have won one of them. I can't remember. Maybe one but, of them. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna win this one right here, baby, because Brett Rippin coming in save the day. Because I don't know if you saw Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the over under for this game is 36 and a half. Um, I have to hammer it up there. I think it's going to be like a, yeah. uh, 11 10, like that Niners game earlier this year. Yep. Or the because. Ravens game, or the Colts game. <laughs> or in 80% of the Broncos games this year. I think. <laughs> The Broncos' defense is going to be on point against uh, this Cardinals' anemic offense, and um, it's going to be real low scoring. But I think the Broncos take it at home. So, fun fact: the only two times we've broken eighteen points this season were the only two games our opponents broke eighteen points this season, and we lost both of them. Very cool, cool season for for the boys in in Denver there. But um, yeah. Corn is going with the Cardinals as well, so I'm all alone here. But that's okay. Next, we got the Las Vegas hosting the New England Patriots um, in a battle between Master and Sensei. I don't know. I lost the words I was looking for. Either way, <laughs> people. That, that was a better word than Sensei. Um, wait, Sensei is is the one that has a pupil. So that didn't make any sense at all. Anyway, you get what I'm trying to say here. Bill Belichick taking on. That's again. Jeez. That was. Who I think is going to win this game. The Patriots are missing all pieces on offense. And um, the Raiders have just been so lackluster mostly this year but they've also been really up and down so it's hard to nail down exactly how they're going to look on a week to week basis I just my gut tells me that Bill Belichick just will not lose this game because it's against his former OC and my I don't I just I just really don't know because I think the Raiders are in a good spot because of how many people Patriots have been missing on offense Ah, this is tough here. Um, I'm going to phone a friend and see what, what that can do for me. No, I'm just going to F it. I'm going with the Raiders. I, I, even though I just said my gut's telling me Bill Belichick won't lose. I don't know, man. I don't think, even though the Raiders' defense is so bad, I think the Patriots are going to struggle in this game. And um, when goes space. All right, I'll take a disagreement here. I will say, like... I don't want to like wholeheartedly write off the Raiders because they have had some dynamite performances this year. And like, 
when you look at the offense they've put together, it's like, I don't know. They should score 40 points all the time. <laughs> like, and I want to believe that they always will. But, I mean, not, like, and, as, as an analyst, not not as a, as a Raiders hater, I'm very glad that they've been having the season they've been having. But, um, uh, the, it's just like, it, they, whenever it really has mattered most this season, I think that they have, like, not manage to do it like they've had some very bad like performance anxiety and it's kind of hard to differentiate between like games that matter and games that don't but like i think the easiest way to put it is like two of their five wins are against the broncos (laughs) like whenever we see them take on a team like uh the colts they lost which is crazy like versus the seahawks they managed to do it in overtime but then it's like they couldn't win this Thursday night game. They got like trounced by the saints. I just think like they lost to the Jags. I think any game that would suggest that this is actually like a middle of the table team, like they have not been able to give the showing that they needed to give in those games. Um, but then they look really good versus like some of the best teams. So kind of tough to say, but I think like since the Patriots look really bad right now, and since like there is this bill Belichick, like check here, for McDaniels, like I, I don't see them like uh, delivering on that. So I'm gonna go with the Patriots. All right, I'm gonna probably end up feeling real dumb about this, but oh well, too late. I the coin is yep. also going with the Patriots. Cool beans. All right, next up we have the Chargers hosting the Titans. I mean, come on, come on. I have to pick one of these two teams. Are you kidding me? No, uh, I actually really feel good about the Chargers in terms of like postseason right now. Uh, probably the best that I have about them in a while. Um, they are just like looking hotter at the time of the year where they usually start kind of slipping up a little bit. I don't know what the rest of their schedule is because usually like the Chargers get stuck with like all of their demons, like right at the end of the season for some reason. But no, they have the Titans, Colts, Rams, and Broncos. Dude, they're going to win at least three of those. Oh my goodness. Yeah, smooth sailing. Uh, I think that they're going to pick up this one because it's in... So if I, I mean, that stadium was on fire uh, last weekend. Like, I can't, bl- I actually didn't think that that city cared about that team at all. But, like, I, I guess this season has <laughs> proven otherwise. Uh, do, 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 do. And what do you got? <laughs> I'm going with the Chargers as well. Uh, they are getting healthy at the right time. They're still going to be missing some pieces on defense, but their offense, as we saw last week, um, fighting their stride, uh, they should be able to pick a rough Titans defense. On the other hand, Titans are missing their best pass catcher, so I'm not sure how much they're going to be able to accomplish on the offensive side of the ball. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with this healthy Chargers attack. So, go Chargers, as Arnold Schwarzenegger would say. Um, I always feel like I'm accidentally sounding like a New Yorker when I'm trying to sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) with that quote, but oh well. Um... Up next, we have got the Snatty Bengals taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers coming off a was against the San Francisco 49ers. Still in first place in their division. Shout out once again to the NFC South. Uh, the Bengals have been getting hot just like they did around this time last year. They don't really see what's 
a horrible Buccaneers defense and a horrible Buccaneers offense. So I'm going Bengals here. Yeah, I'm also going to be going with the Bengals here. Um, I just have kind of been waiting for this heat up all season. It's kind of fresh. Dude, I feel like if this team could actually like actually meaningfully address their problems during an offseason and come in at the beginning of the year with a look like how the Bills or Eagles did this year, like this could be one of the best teams in football like for a while. Um they're like really having a hard time maintaining that. But you know, even though the AFC looks so good, I still think the Bengals have the potential to accidentally be like the Super Bowl rep for this division. I mean for this conference again, because they just have an insanely high ceiling and um Tampa Bay, like you said, is just looking really, really sour on both sides of the ball right now. So Pretty easy for me to pick Cincinnati here. What about that coin? Also going, also going with Cincinnati, believe it or not. like it. I love it. Next up we have... We are the Commanders. <laughs> 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 the Washington Commanders. Uh, the Commies uh, taking on the New York Giants. Hosting them in our nation's capital. Um, the Giants have really found themselves uh, opportunity squandered this year i fear i mean you know they're they're practically giving away nfc playoff seeds so maybe the giants might still find themselves there but uh what once was like seven and three or something like that for this team has quickly turned into a middling season nearing 500 uh the commander's and played against them, like you said, just two weeks ago, and then took a bye. It was twenty to twenty. Um, with it changing locations, with it being a tie, with how the Giants looked last week, um, and also just the fact that the Commanders have rested. I, I don't know. I'd be kind of annoyed if I was going into this game as the Giants. Honestly, it seems like kind of an unfair deal to me. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Commanders. Yeah, I know I took Giants plus five earlier, but I think I do like the Commanders to win this game. Unfortunately, all the points that you just laid out are very valid, and the Commanders really have just been able to spend these last two weeks focusing on their game plan against the Giants. They know Mm -hmm. what the Giants like to do because they just played them in their last game. And uh, yeah, I think I'm going to be taking the the Commanders to win this one as well. Uh, So that means the Commanders will move into a commanding Haha, uh, spot in the wild card race. Um, coin, on the other hand, is also going with the commanders. So, on the same hand, I guess I should say. If you had told me when we started this podcast, Washington is going to go to the playoffs twice in the next four years, I'd be like, no, they're not. Come huh. on, man. <laughs> insane. Yeah, that's actually crazy. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> that just kind of blew my mind. I hadn't thought about it yeah. like that. Um, cool. Whatever. Uh, same amount of times that the Eagles, well, I guess this will be the third time the Eagles have made the playoffs since we started. So never mind. But up next, we've got the LA Rams led by our boy kind of on and off <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Uh, they're going to take on the Packers in green Bay. Packers are coming off a bye. Um, on the other hand, Baker 
has had more time to learn the offense. So I'm going to go with the Packers still because I don't think uh, the Rams have shown anything really to inspire much confidence. They're still going to be missing several pieces. Like Stafford's not going to play for the rest of the year. Cooper Cup's probably not going to play for the rest of the year. I don't think Aaron Donald's going to play for the rest of the year. So this Super Bowl nightmare, hangover nightmare is going to continue. And uh, the Packers will stay mathematically alive in the playoff race. Although spiritually dead. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Let's talk about the Rams for a second, right? So a lot of people out here, including me, claiming, you know, it's true. It was all about 2021. It flushed the future down the toilet. You know, it is really easy to feel that way, like looking at the season they're having. But when you consider these three key injuries, and then you realize that they're still coached by freaking Sean McVay, and this man was the Jiminy Cricket on <laughs> Baker Mayfield's shoulder, telling him every single thing what to do in that primetime Thursday night game versus the Raiders, watching it out on honestly probably the best drive of Baker's career. Let's let's be honest here. Um, True. And, like, even without AD, this defense forced two interceptions versus Derek Carr. It's just like, yeah, this season has been a nightmare for them for sure. Um, I think that the Rams of last year are still there somewhere, man. I Like, I have to believe it. I, I really do. Because, like, it, like it, it, it's just like, even with roster that looks absolutely nothing like last season... They still, in my opinion, played that game like so close to the like game plan that I that I saw them like running this league with last year, and I just have to believe, man. And I'm I'm behind like a bunch of games at this point in the season, and I have thought that the Packers have looked bad all year. So I'm gonna take Baker Mayfield to be Aaron Rodgers on Monday Night Football here and pick my Rams once again. Uh, I'm back. I'm back on the sauce in a major way this week. <laughs> wow. I applaud your bravery here. Um, it kind of sucks because I, I kind of want to root for the Rams just because I think it'd be funny for Baker to look as bad as he did with the Panthers this year and then just come and win the rest of the season out for the Rams. Yeah. Um, but so what does that put our disagreements at for this week? Six. Wow. wow. That didn't really feel like that. But True. I feel like I'm gonna regret again. I'm I'm gonna regret that Raiders pick. I think. But, um, <laughs> I've, I've like been so out of it on the Rams all year. So this is another one where it's like if I if the one week where I'm suddenly like you know what they're still here and then they beat the Packers like I'm gonna lose so many games on this team in the future. <laughs> but uh, if they like if they actually keep all of the guys who are hurt like right now on this team, some by some miracle during the off season, uh, I don't know. 2023 could be the run back that they were supposed to have. This year, <laughs> yeah. This year is just like a, they just took a year off and then yeah. they're getting ready for next year. But last year I took a nail, but tonight I bounced back. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. Big Sean <laughs> famously from Detroit, obviously a big Rams fan. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the coin is also going at the Rams, so okay, that's fine with me, I guess. Um, so yeah, like I said, we're up to six disagreements, and that's currently the lead I have. So theoretically, 
Could be tied oh. after this week. I didn't actually realize we were within six games. That's crazy. Yeah, I thought it was more than that. I don't know what happened, but... Um, oh, I just scratched my way in, I guess. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Owie, there was, ouch. <laughs> oof, owie, ouch, indeed. There was one other point I wanted to make, but I can't think of what it is now. Uh, oh, yeah. Is this the most disagreements we've had? I think we did one other six. We've been We've done a lot of heavy weeks this year. Yeah, and... Not to much avail because it's still pretty, it's still been pretty even as far True. as uh, splitting those yeah. go. There's been, there was, there's been multiple fives, I think, but yeah. this is the first six. Yeah, I think we had one six last year and that was the record at the time. Yeah, um, we've had three fives this year. So, so if you want to change your mind on any of these games, we could. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I, I, I want to naturally hit seven. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it'll happen someday. Or After we've been doing this show for like so a decade, smart. we'll naturally hit like 13. I, I've, like, we I get hope more there's that much parody. I hope there's that much parody in the NFL that we can disagree on 13 games in a week. That'd be cool. That'd that would be, be cool. But It's um, just like we, we do slowly disagree more every year. But have I already named an episode dis- uh, Disagree Palooza? Damn. I think you have. Yeah, but the, we you, this is the uh, Coin Centennial. So Coin Centennial brought to you by Six Disagreements. Bang. <laughs> Perfect. It, can't make this stuff up. The show writes go. itself. Thank you, guys. It, it is cra- I mean, like, even though this is like a very arbitrary 100th episode uh, distinction, um, it just speaks to, I don't know, this was like an idea I texted Drew, like, LOL, what if we picked every game in, like, 2018? And here we are. I don't know. It's been a lot of fun. Um, it's not blown up in any, like, major ways, but, like, we've built our little core audience, and it's just been... I know that I did this for Thanksgiving a couple of weeks ago, but it's I love this show. And so I'm really happy that we've hit 100, um, and I will spend a hundred more hours trying to figure out how to download Craig episodes to keep doing this <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah. I've really enjoyed it as well. Um, like you said, we talked about this on Thanksgiving, but you know, it's Christmas time now. So time to <laughs> reflect and be thankful for what we have again. Yeah. yeah and... Next week we're going to do this again for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, are we like, is the show about to like break up or something? Like we're having so many thankfulness episodes. <laughs> like I've just been so thankful for this show the past five years. You're but no, we're about to travel the world together, introduce <laughs> spice back into our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> this is, but I've had a lot of fun just talking ball um, it's been it's been really cool, even though, like you said, it hasn't necessarily blown up in any sort of way. Um, I'm glad to keep doing it, regardless of how many people are listening, because it's just yeah. fun to have an excuse to talk football with you. So, Great. Um, thank you for everyone that is listening. And if you don't tell anybody about the show, uh, you're a bad person. I don't make the rules. Uh, I mean. For the 100th episode, I mean, you've got to tell, like, an astronaut or, like, a yeah. museum curator. Dentist, or not going to cut dentist it. Dentist is not enough. In fact, I would say, like, a dentist professor, maybe, would be. Mm, professor of dentistry. Aubrey, my sister, if you're listening, I'm sure you weren't. But if you are, tell your freaking dentist professor about me. I don't I don't know. <laughs> she better be listening. <laughs> She'll famously loves and understands football um mm, yeah i guess her asked her what team her boyfriend roots for and she said i think they're orange <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> Wait. i was like 
I was like, yeah, I'm guessing they are orange. That that would check out. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, but yeah, th- uh, thank you all for listening and for telling people, because I know you do, and for rating and reviewing us on iTunes and Spotify with five stars. Because I know is, you do. <laughs> I know you do. And my name is Jacob Wilkinson. My name is Drew Wade, and this wacky coin is right here with me. Ooh, frickin' yeah. <laughs> gonna transition real nicely into the other music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>